The funny funnies. The funny funnies. The fun funnies. The funny funnies. Funny verse. The funny verse. This is the funny verse. Enter the funny verse. Welcome back to the funny verse, episode five. We're now into part three of the Boris Chronicles. I hope you guys have been enjoying this. I've certainly been enjoying putting it together. And uh, do make a point of reviewing the podcast. It makes a big difference in uh, it getting prominence on iTunes. And uh, as this is the very beginning of this journey, every little bit helps. So let's dive straight into part three of the Boris Chronicles, Oxford Beginnings. To keep with tradition since time immemorial, Boris rarely saw need to attend a tutorial. You see, Etonians in Oxford, it's not about books, but fishing instead for posh totty to hook. His school leaving book photo is one that does stun, a snap of our man with two scarves and a gun. To the Me Too crowd, his quote might seem callous. He wants... Much more notches on my phallocratic phallus. In the quad he did strut, in the hall he did eat, under portraits of alumni like Pedo, Ted Heath, Roy Jenkins, Macmillan and Dennis Eyebrows Healy. He blithered and blathered on, willy-nilly. Times were repressive. One hid secret yearnings, and in beefy Boris deep-set feelings were burning. He burst to reveal his embarrassing story. Would he dare to come out as a through-and-through Tory? But the fool had picked a college where Scargill was fated, and his nuance of closet conservatism hated. The one covert love he could never let hatch was his lust for that lady of iron, Maggie Thatch. He played well the old buffer, accrued in suits and old ties, as the lefties swanned round in a quite different guise, that true student garb, worn-out jeans and cool sneakers, whilst the clash blasted out of the college loudspeakers. Bourgeois triumphalism was the order of the day, and Boris and his chums were going to have it their way. To the Bullingdon Club he was duly elected, a privilege only open to the elitely connected. The rights of this group are known far and wide, and the thousand-pound tailcoats worn with great pride. Public puking, smashed restaurants and strippers at breckers, the snorting coke with future chancellors of exchequers. As yet there appears to be no karmic saviour to this excruciating, embarrassing and rueful behaviour. Plebs were taunted, grockles spat on, Nancy uniforms sported. Just a few acts to which these sad ingrates resorted. Naive Boris was one of the Buller's big beasts, up for anything as long as it involved a fat feast. But their disdain for women showed a core that was rotten. Ah, if only that piggy-brained folly were forgotten. But it remains to this day a brown stain on his nature, and we think of it when we hear his nomenclature. Despite his deft way of deflecting bad criticism, with endless faux bumbling and dexterous witticism. 
When he's stumped, it will seem that his brain has lost track, and with him will yearn that he finds a way back. And when he gets there, we all get to share the sweet joy. Without realising, of course, it was all just a ploy. I hope you enjoyed that part. I certainly enjoyed researching the Bullingdon Club. It just defies belief that not just Boris Johnson, but also David Cameron and George Osborne were all members of that club at the same time. Quite the most offensive entity that I've come across in a long time, and uh, I'm quite sure Boris wishes it could all be conveniently forgotten. And I hope in some small way that this podcast ensures that it isn't. So till next time, it's goodbye from the Funnyverse. The Funnyverse. The Funnyverse. The Funnyverse. The Funnyverse. Funnyverse. The Funnyverse. This is the Funnyverse. Enter the Funnyverse.